Hey, before you start today's episode, I just wanted to jump on in and tell you about something so very exciting. I am holding my first ever summit. The Rise Above Summit is going to be on the 20th and the 21st of March and the tickets to it are free. All you have to do is register at theriseabovesummit.com. Now, I have pulled together the most phenomenal lineup for you. Honestly, it's like a who's who of the online world. So if you have an online business that you want to grow, so you're either a course creator, a membership owner, or a coach and do offer group programs, then this is definitely the summit for you. You are going to learn everything you need to know from the best experts out there in terms of growing that business. Let me just give you a little rundown of some of the speakers that we've got speaking. We've got the amazing Amy Porterfield, who's going to be sharing with us about growing her audience and basically creating a million dollar online business. We've got the phenomenal Michael Hyatt, who is a New York Times bestselling author, who's going to be talking to us about getting organized in our business. We've got Mike from the Membership Guys, who's going to be talking about using free content to sell your online membership. We've got Lucy Street from Adobe Express sharing the secret source of social media. We've got Graham Cochran, who's talking about a million dollar life giving business formula. And I do an amazing interview with him. We have Adrian Salisbury talking about three keys to maximizing your on camera presence. We have Kirsten Miller, Mary Hyatt, Joy Ann Boyce. Uh, we have Fifi Mason, Robin Kennedy. We have Kylie Lang, Melanie Moore, Jen Lena, Natalie Bullen, Liz Mosley. Like the list goes on and on and on. We honestly have the most phenomenal people. We also have various different activities that you can take part in that go from meditation to tapping to doing marketing in 10 minutes. So we've got lots of fun things and there's also competitions to get amazing swag. So go and check out theriseabovesummit.com. It will be linked in the show notes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. Go and find it in my social media. Get your free ticket. And after you get your free ticket, you will be given the opportunity to upgrade to our VIP pass. And our VIP pass means that you can watch any of these sessions whenever you want. Because the one thing about putting on such an amazing summit with such a big and amazing lineup is that we can't fit them all in two days. And in order to fit them in, we're doing tracks. So you will get to pick between three different speakers of which one to watch live. And unless you've got the VIP passed, you won't be able to watch the speakers that you've missed. So do check that out as well. It's honestly going to be amazing. I am so very excited about it and I can't wait to see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast, episode 211. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast and I'm your host, Teresa Heath-Waring. If you're a marketer, business owner or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing? How's your week been? Good, I hope. Okay, so these last few weeks have been madness. Like 
Basically, I think for months now, I've been saying, if I can just get to this point, if I can just finish that thing, if I can just do this, then life's going to calm down. And it hasn't. It's just been crazy busy. And as you know, as a listener of the podcast, not long ago, the Academy was open. Before that, we did loads of other things. We had Build My List and, and lots of lovely, cool things going on. But it just means that, like, I'm constantly on the go doing stuff. So this week has been all about kind of regrouping and taking a minute. And I think it's so, so important to do that for all of us. And everyone I'm talking to in the Academy, all the customers I'm talking to, they're all saying the same thing. They're all saying they're just so done in, they're so tired, they're so overwhelmed, and they're just a bit done at the moment. So for me, I am taking quarter three as a reset. I am looking at my processes, looking at the team, looking at lead magnets and websites and landing pages and all the good stuff that we have out there that we just keep adding to and adding to and adding to, but we haven't stopped to look and see how it is and what we think of it. So that's where my focus is going to be on quarter three. The other thing I'm focusing on, which is leading into what we're talking about today on the podcast, is getting ahead. Like, I don't know about you, but how many times have you said, I just need to get ahead. If I could just like have a week that no one else knows about where I could just like batch and do stuff for a few weeks in advance, it would all be sorted. But basically it's come up that I really, really do need to start getting very organized. Now we're pretty good. I have to say like, you know, I batch things, I do things in advance, you know that, but we want to be really good in terms of like looking at things ahead and getting ready for it. So we're not last minute. So today I want to talk to you about content creation and how I do it and how I batch it, how I come up with ideas. Because when I sat down to think, right, I want to think about the content for the rest of the year and what I'm going to talk about every week on the podcast and all that good stuff, my mind went blank. And it happens so much. Like, I don't know about you, but we know our businesses inside and out. But for some unknown reason, every so often when you think you need to post something or write a blog or do a podcast, you suddenly go, well, I've got nothing to talk about. Literally no subject in the world. And it's ridiculous because we know we've got so many. So this week in my emails, so if you're not on my email list, make sure you go and get on there. And also on the podcast, we're looking at how I go through the process of coming up with content and ideas so that I can plan the rest of the year. And it was really helpful because I was doing the process as I was writing about it and as I'm recording about it. So it was actually really, really good. So the very first thing I do is I do an old fashioned brainstorm. I literally write down every idea around everything. So for me, and there's a really cool picture that I've sent in today's email of my very messy handwriting and probably loads of spelling mistakes. So please don't judge. But basically like I put content ideas in the middle. And then I literally go, what do I know? So it's things like social media. Well, what do I know about social media? Well, we can talk about platforms. We can talk about advertising. We can talk about posts, videos, reels, stories. Uh, We could talk about getting engagement. Then I could go list building. Okay. What can I talk about with list building? Well, I can talk about landing pages and systems and onboarding emails and how to create consistent content emailing and all these amazing things. So that's the very first thing I do. I literally brainstorm all the ideas. And there are websites that can help. There are things that you can do. Like you can just go to Google and type in your keyword of the thing that you need help with. So I could put, you know, list building and it might come up with some suggestions of what people have searched for. 
Also, you could go and have a look at answerthepublic.com. I've talked about them before. They're excellent. Again, you put your keyword in and they give you ideas of what people are looking for. And basically just have a bit of a think. So that's the first thing I do. I write down all the ideas. Then I go to my Facebook group for my membership and my coaching calls. The other places you could go if you don't have a membership or Facebook group is you could go to your customers. You could go to other people's Facebook groups that you might be in where your possible customers are in there. Or you could go and find a Facebook group that has your customers in there and look at what people are asking. Look at the questions that they're asking you. So I literally went and scanned back a few coaching calls. And when we record the coaching calls, we upload them into um, the academy and we timestamp when people have asked questions and roughly what my response is. Literally only a few lines to give someone an idea of whether they think they want to re-watch that bit. So I literally looked down the recordings of like, what did that question? What was that question? What was that question? What was that question? And I just wrote down all these different questions. I looked at the Facebook group, wrote down a load of questions. So like I said, you could do that in your own stuff. You can do that in other people's because you're not going in and answering and saying, I've got this thing over here. You're just using it as content ideas. The other thing that you can do is you can go and look in books. So if there's a book about, you know, coaching or I don't know, whatever you might do, whatever your service and product is about social media or whatever, then go and have a look at the contents, go and have a look at the, you know, what is in each chapter. I nearly said episode then. Um, I couldn't think the word was taking ages to come to me. Yeah. So what's in each chapter? So go through and see how they like put together the, the different bits of content for the book. So there's loads and loads and loads of places that you can find stuff. So once I've done that brainstorm and I've got it all down, Now, the way I plan stuff, and this isn't necessarily what I would suggest for everybody else, just because it took me all these years to get to this point. So if you're not at that stage, then that's fine. Don't think, oh my goodness, I can't do this. That's so much work. I obviously have a team that helped me now. So I'm just kind of saying it with a kind of like caveat of don't think, oh, this is what I'm meant to do as well, because that isn't necessarily the case. But what I then did next is we have a spreadsheet called Social Media Planning, And I don't know why it's called social media planning because it actually has all the plan for the emails and the themes and the podcast and everything on there. But basically week by week, we have this plan and we have each day listed out in the date on the left-hand side. Then we have focus area. And basically that's the, what are we going to be talking about this week? Because if you may or may not know, every single week I pick a theme and I talk around that theme for the week. Then I have a section for, is there a lead magnet or a call to action that we want specifically for this? And actually, because I've decided to kind of just get my head down and do some internal work for the next few months, the chances are there may not be lead magnets for it. And that's fine. Then I have the podcast. So who is on the podcast that week or what am I talking about that week? Then I have Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. I I put all them together. My most favorite platform is Instagram. So I make sure that I have specific stuff for Instagram, but in terms of Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, I just put posts there to have a presence because I have to be on those platforms because of what I do. I don't suggest if you're not in this world, marketing or social media, I wouldn't be on every platform. So then I have Instagram stories, Instagram posts, and then image ideas. And then in the next block, I have a list, a sort of row for email one, row for email two, row for email three, and then the last block notes. I'm actually going to screenshot this so you can see it um, and put it in the show notes. So either, um, I don't know if you'll be able to see it on the app you're looking at. You might have to go to teresaheathwearing.com forward slash 
211211. But basically what I do is in that section, I then write at the beginning on the focus area, what are we going to talk about? So I had my big brainstorming ideas. I looked at all the ideas and then I picked some themes. The other thing I did, because I have a podcast, is I looked at what interviews were coming up or what order I could put some of those interviews in and tried to pick a theme that sat well with that podcast episode. Now, I've only just started doing this. Up until now, it hasn't been that orchestrated. It hasn't been that organised. But now I'm starting to do that because I've taken this step back and I'm looking a bit wider. So for instance, as I record this, next week's episode is actually going to be Stu McLaren, which is a cool episode. I really enjoyed that one. So that particular week, I've put my focus as memberships because I've got Stu on the podcast and we talk about memberships. The week after that is another solo one. And I've already decided because I looked at my ideas and thought, okay, I could talk about that that week, that that week. So the week after we talk about selling on social and how to get more clients or customers. So that's what I've done. I've picked a theme for every single week and I've chose that that's what I'm going to talk about. So the next thing I do is obviously I try and hook it up with the podcast, which is easy at the moment, especially on solo episodes, because it's only me talking. And obviously I record those podcasts. So at the point I'm talking to you, I've already decided what theme we're going to have every week until December the 12th. So I haven't done anything like right to the end of December. I might not do a theme because we're so close to Christmas then that it almost feels like... Maybe I just do Christmas stuff rather than like teach or, you know, talk about a subject. So I've picked one theme for each week until then. Then what I've done is I've gone through my podcasts and I've worked out who would sit well with that if it's an interview or otherwise, what am I likely to talk about on the podcast? Now I am batch recording three podcasts. So for the next three weeks. So this one, the stew one and the one after. And what I then do is I write, and I have already actually, I've written the emails for each of those weeks. So I write three emails a week. I'm only doing the three at the moment because I only ever do more when there's something that I'm promoting or talking about. So each of those emails. So for instance, this week, I've got obviously contents and systems. This is what I'm talking about. So my emails this week are, how do I do it? I talk about batching and then actually I have a bit of a random email on Friday because I'm talking about something that I'm doing with Bonjoro because they asked me to do some training and I'm sending you an invite. So I've already planned what those emails are going to be. The week after, I've already planned those emails. So the first email is going to talk about, have you ever thought about a membership? The second email is going to talk about membership versus courses. And then the third email is going to talk about how to get started if you want a membership. So can you see how I'm taking that theme and I'm pulling it over to the podcast and talking about it here, then I'm splitting it out into three and I'm doing three different emails and they're not the same. So What I'm talking about here is never exactly the same as what I talk about on the emails because things that I can write and demonstrate in an email can be very different from what I can talk about. So they complement, but they're not copying because otherwise, why would you listen to this? And then why would you go and read the emails? So they are always different, but they're around the same theme. And then once I've got those three emails, that's when we create our social media posts. So we look at the subjects. So for instance, and I haven't done this yet, so I'm literally doing this on the fly as I talk to you. So the first email on that week when Stu's in is, have you ever thought about a membership? And I'm just trying to think about what I wrote in that email. Oh, I talked about how some of the myths that people think that membership is a get rich quick and all this sort of thing. And it definitely isn't. I am not rich and 
Uh, it hasn't gone quick. Um, but So I might do a post that says the myths of having a membership. I might do a post that is just a question that says, have you ever thought about having a membership? So then the next one that's membership versus courses, again, I can create a post that talks about membership versus courses. I could write a question as a social media post that says, which do you prefer to be in a membership or to do a course? I could do a poll on Instagram maybe. And then I've got how to get started with memberships. And on that one, I could talk about, I could list the ideas that I've got for people, or I could do a post around what's the one thing you should do if you want a membership. So can you see how I take the overall theme, I make sure it's linked to the podcast, I then pull it into three different emails and think about three different things I could talk about. And then when it comes to the social, I am using some of the content, not all of it, and it might be in a different way, but I'm using some of the content and I'm putting that into the socials. Now, I want to address one thing about this because you might be sat there listening, thinking, well, basically for that week, whether you listen to my podcast, read my emails, or look at my social, you're just going to hear the same thing. But someone once said to me, I used to really, I didn't like it. Okay. So that was not the thing that I did. I liked different and unusual content everywhere. But someone once said to me, how many times do you see an advert before you decide to buy something? And like, okay, sometimes I do get caught on the Instagram ads and think, oh, I'll buy that. And then I just buy it and I'm a fool. But a lot of times you do see things quite a few times and not everyone will listen to my podcast or even listen to it the week that it comes out. Not everyone will see and follow me on every social media platform. Not everyone will be on my email list. My email list is considerably bigger than my downloads for my podcast. So, you know, there's obviously a huge amount of people who get my emails who don't listen to the podcast. So I want, I want you to not worry about that. I used to worry about that terribly, but I'm not going to worry about that anymore. So that's why I'm happy to tweak and change. Now, the reason I can do all this is because I have a team that helps me. So once I've written the emails, I just write them in a Google Doc and then the lovely Becky takes them out of the Google Doc, puts them into Kajabi, checks them, proofreads them because I'm terrible at spelling and schedules them. With the social media, sometimes I will just literally write in the box, let's talk about memberships versus courses. And then Becky will go and look at what I wrote and take some content out of there and use it. So even though sometimes some of the posts go out, I haven't physically put together, it's always my tone of voice. It's always my thoughts, my ideas, because they came from the emails that I wrote. Now, in some cases like, well, this will be a few weeks back now, but I did a, a week all about Q3 planning a few weeks back it hasn't in my world that hasn't even come out yet, but because obviously I'm trying to get ahead. And those posts, I wrote all of them because I knew that it just, the email wouldn't translate into the post. Or by the time I thought about the post, I thought, oh no, I want to get that key point across. So then what I do is I'll write the caption in the Google doc and I will either tell Becky which image I wanted to use, or I'll create one, or now we're getting really ahead. I will use the very lovely Meryl who does my design work for me or some of the design work and I will send her the caption and the the kind of idea I've got for the post. Sometimes I like screenshot other posts and go, I want a post that talks about this that looks like that or this is a really good way to do this post. So like I said, and, and with the podcast, obviously you know full well that the minute I've recorded this, I put it in a folder and magic happens that I don't have to get involved with. So the reason I want to talk about this or the reason I'm going through it is I'm trying to give you an insight as to how I do things. 
I'm also trying to give you an insight to the fact that I can only do this now because I have a team and I have people who help me with these things. So sometimes I used to look at other people like Jasmine and Amy and all those amazing people and think, I, I'm not, I need to up my game. I'm not doing it properly. But we forget they're not at our stage. They're at a different stage and they're still at a different stage for me, you know, very far ahead from where I am. But they might do things very differently now. So like I said, I just want you to bear that in mind when you're thinking about your content. But I wanted to give you those tips in terms of like, you know, finding loads of ideas. That's the first thing. Then pulling those ideas out and they might pull out into blog post titles. They might pull out into social media posts. But starting there with that kind of big brainstorm and going and looking at what people ask you is a really good place. And now I have to say, for the first time in my life, I feel a little bit smug that my social is planned until the end of the year. Now, is it done? No, I'm still working on that bit, but it's planned. Now, I do want to say one thing, right? Because I've just talked about how I batch. So I've written, I spent three hours writing a load of emails and I think I've written up to mid, no, I've written up to the end of October. So I spent ages writing these emails. I'll spend a few hours today batching these podcast episodes and it's brilliant. It saves me so much time because it is a proven thing that your brain likes to do same tasks at the same time. And actually, and in fact, I wrote this for an email the other day because I find the stat that it takes 15 minutes for your brain to move from one type of activity, oh, can't speak, from one type of activity to another. So therefore, if I was to, let's say I was to take each week's theme and my theme of memberships, I then go and record the podcast and then I stop recording the podcast and I go and do the emails and then I go and do the social media. I wouldn't be as efficient as if I just went down all of them and went, what theme can I have for each week? And then did all the emails together. So that's the good thing about batching. Batching is great for that. The bad thing about batching is one, sometimes I can feel a little bit disconnected from what is happening in real time as in not in the world, as in in my own business. I'll come to when things change in the world. But people will say to me, oh, I loved this week's episode of the podcast. And sometimes I have to either think or say, what was it about? Because I'm so many weeks in advance that sometimes I forget what's coming out live. The same with the emails. Or I forget what week we're talking about what thing because of the fact that I do it in advance. So that for me, I it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. doesn't mean it's not genuine or authentic or I haven't written or done it. I've done all of that. It's just that I do it in a few weeks in advance. And by the time it comes out, I'm already thinking about something in three weeks time. So that I find uncomfortable. But like I said, from a user experience, hopefully you guys don't see any different and it feels good and nice and still very genuinely me, which it is. The next thing that's tricky is If you're going to do this, you've got to be really well prepared for the rest of the year because I need to know if and when I'm selling something, if and when we're promoting something. And if I don't know that in advance, then I can do a podcast episode where I never talk about it because I haven't thought about it before I record that episode. Or I've written emails and then suddenly I've got to squeeze in an email that talks about that one thing because I didn't think about it coming up. So sometimes it can be difficult from that point of view as well. Also, from an external point of view, when things happen in the world, you've got to be ready to change and flip and move if you need to. Like some things happening in the world are not things I would ever comment on and I will continue as normal. Other things, though, 
they might impact me that I need to change my content or I need to change what I talk about or I need to focus on something different. So if you are going to go ahead, if you are going to look at kind of doing things in advance, you've just got to know that you have the option. And I guess this is where it's easier because I have a team that you have the option to jump and change and unschedule things if need be. But like I said, for me, it's really helpful that this is how we now do it. But let me go back to that point of saying this is only how we do it now. One thing that's really interesting for me at the moment is I'm working through my pathway, my small business growth pathway. Gosh, words coming out of my mouth are really difficult today, (laughs) which is a problem because I speak for a living pretty much. I'm working on it at the moment and we've gone through, we've planned the whole thing. I know what videos I'm doing everywhere. We're recording the videos and it's good. Like, I know I shouldn't say that about my own stuff, but it is really good. And one of the things that's really good about it is in the pathway, this type of way to manage your social media is stage three. So stage one looks nothing like this. Stage one talks about, I just want you to think about three categories and one question and post four times a week on one or two platforms, because it's about getting consistent. It's about doing one or two engagement activities. And it's about really making it simple. And then once you've done that consistently consistently for a while, you then go to stage two that talks about nine categories and how to schedule and how to get ahead and that sort of thing. And, and how to batch, actually, a bit more batching in that. And then when you get to stage three, I might talk about the sort of thing I do here, but we talk about kind of then the fact that you've got a team. So this is really important to me that you understand this because... I think there's too many of us looking at other people thinking, oh my God, they do it that way. I should do it that way. When we're not at the same stage, which is why it was crucial for me to create this pathway, to create something that says, okay, read this thing. Is this you? And if it is, great. This is the level you're at. Do this work. So on stage one, I'm not telling them to create reels. I'm not telling them to, you know, go live every week because at the moment, they're not even being consistent on social media. So we need to get some of those basics done. And I think, The other reason I've done this is because there is so much information out there that people think I should be doing this. But what they don't know is there's so much more that you should be doing before that one thing. So anyway, I didn't, this wasn't intended to talk about the pathway, but it's just interesting with the social media. And like I said, I wanted to make sure that you knew I wasn't saying this is the way to do it because this absolutely is not the way to do it. This works for me where I am today. This might change and not work for me in a year's time. We will have to see. Anyway, I am going to leave you there. Like I said, I just wanted to give you a bit of an idea about the systems, a bit of the idea of how we do things and how we come up with content and hopefully give you a few ideas around coming up with content yourself. Okay, I will leave you next week. I have an amazing episode with Stu McLaren and yeah, I will see you then. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I would love it so very much if you were happy enough to head over to iTunes and give me a review. 